What's up, listeners, and welcome to a quick bonus review. Originally, I was going to save this for a show, but Monday's show is already in the can. And honestly, I just didn't want to wait two plus weeks to talk about this one, so I'm going to drop it here by itself. For around two years now, I've been going back and forth via email with a listener named Troy, and we mostly swap recommendations, we talk film, and recently we got onto the topic of William Friedkin. Uh, Friedkin is Troy's favorite director, and we were talking about how tough it would be to do a Friedkin draft on the show. And by the way, we got to do a Friedkin draft on the show at some point, because what do you pick if you have number two? It's such a tough decision. You got French Connection, Sorcerer, To Live and Die in L.A., even, even Cruising could be in that two spot. But anyway, in talking about William Friedkin's work, he asked if I had seen a film called Rampage from 1987. And I had never heard of it, which kind of surprised me because I really like William Friedkin's work. I thought I was pretty familiar with everything that he put out. And Troy was nice enough to send me a Google Drive link with the film, which, by the way, I would be happy to share with listeners. I'll get to that at the, at the end here. Troy did give me permission to share it out. So if you want to see Rampage after my review, hit me up on Twitter or force5podcast at gmail.com and I will shoot it over. It's certainly not a great rip. It feels like a VHS rip. It could be ripped off of like HBO or something. It's in four by three aspect ratio. And I'll tell you why when the review comes to a close, but hey, it got the job done. I was finally able to check out this seemingly lost William Friedkin courtroom drama called Rampage. From William Friedkin, the director of The Exorcist. I thought I'd seen it all. It's like this ever. What happened? A serial killer stalks an innocent town. Good. I'm sorry. <laughs> on the outside, he appears as the perfect boy next door. But on the inside, there's a murderer on a rampage. Mommy! <laughs> no! Mommy! The witness knows the guy. He says he lives a couple blocks away with his mother. Now, it's up to this DA to track him down and stop the madness. I think I can nail this guy. For good. And uh, we catch the suspect. We're not going to bargain. Psycho cop-out. Charles Reese must die. A horrifying thriller based on true events. Who is this? Who's calling? Michael Bean. Alex MacArthur. This crazy killer knows our number. Rampage. Michael Bean plays Anthony Fraser, a liberal district attorney who is pressured into pushing for the death penalty for a suspect who has committed unthinkable atrocities. The drama in this film comes from both sides of the courtroom. Did this man, Charlie Reese, willingly commit these acts, or should he be considered legally insane? Friedkin doesn't choose a side. Instead, he submits the evidence to the audience and lets you decide which side of the line that you'd fall on. The film opens with Charlie, played by Alex MacArthur, knocking on a door that's decorated with a Christmas wreath. An elderly woman opens the door, and before she can ask who he is and what he wants, he kind of forces his way past her, and then you hear two gunshots. Her husband and their daughter stand shell-shocked in the hallway, and again, before they can really say anything, he shoots the old man, he drags the daughter upstairs where he closes the blinds, brandishes a knife, and proceeds to chop the woman up and drink her blood. After this, he walks over to the neighbor's house. He does the same thing to a woman there. And there's a particularly heart-wrenching scene where the husband and their four-year-old son arrive home to find mom butchered. The father's played by a character actor named Royce Applegate, and his performance in this film was really affecting. 
It's no secret who the murderer was. The cops instantly go to this guy's house. They find a bunch of Nazi paraphernalia and body parts in his basement. And then they arrest him almost instantly. I mean, this happens like 15 minutes into the movie. And then the film kind of pivots to this DA, Fraser, as he juggles this case and his marriage. The latter is not going well because he's putting all of his energy into his work. And his job here is really to portray the crimes as premeditated. So he's interviewing people like doctors and talks to the investigators who work the case. And the defense lawyer is working to plead insanity. And when you hear the psych ward that Charlie was released from just six months earlier, it really does feel like the deck is stacked against Fraser. The initial killings are long and drawn out. It allows you to experience the terror that the young woman is feeling in that very first scene. But while the kill scenes sound really gruesome as I say this, the violence is seldom shown on screen. Instead, we get to see the aftermath, unlucky crime scene cleanup crews mopping up buckets worth of blood. And I'm sure this was done on purpose in order to keep you focused on the courtroom aspect versus the simple carnal act of murder. It's a Friedkin film, so you know that it's shot well. The writing is pretty decent, save for one scene when Charlie is able to escape from a trio of cops while being transported. And that scene is so fucking ridiculous and so lazy. It turns a couple of cops into complete dopes. And the sad thing is that it could have been so easy to correct. And more so, the scene feels like filler. I think the film would have been stronger without it, but I also think they probably needed something exciting to amp up the second to third act bridge because the movie was losing a little bit of steam. Oh, and did I mention the film has an Ennio Morricone score? Uh, Friedkin and Morricone had worked together just a year prior on a television movie he directed called Cat Squad, and he had also coincidentally scored The Exorcist 2, which obviously didn't have anything to do with Friedkin, but I just thought that was interesting. Another point of interest, this movie takes place in Stockton, California, where I lived for a long time and was actually filmed there along with Lodi and Rio Linda. So for my Central Valley folks, this is a cool little time capsule. It starts with a helicopter shot of the asparagus fields, and then you see the Stockton Courthouse downtown, some of the cool old town neighborhoods, and even some of the old downtown area. And it was filmed here because the character of Charlie, this, this uh, psychopath, was based on an actual serial killer named Richard Chase. And his nickname was the Vampire of Sacramento. In 1978, this guy Chase killed six people and drank their blood, believing that he needed their blood to stay alive. And that if he had a radar gun, he could bring down the invisible Nazi spacecrafts that were cycling above him. And while the film isn't true to life, like for example, Chase never escaped from jail, the character of Charlie has a ton of similarities to his real life counterpart. So if you're gonna watch Rampage, don't read about Richard Chase, just read about that case afterwards because it will give away some of the movie and it gives away how it ends. Well, in, in the version that I have anyway, and again, I'll get to that here in a second. So this movie was produced in 1987 and it was tough to find then, and it remains that way today. So when the film started, I noticed it was produced by the De Laurentiis Entertainment Group, which had produced some amazing films throughout the late 80s. Uh, you got Raw Deal with Arnold, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Evil Dead 2. But the problem with Dino De Laurentiis was that he had produced so many films in 1987 and 1986 that he was broke. He was bankrupt. And when it came time to distribute Rampage, there was no money to do so. So the film was shelved, although it had played at a couple of film festivals and it had screened overseas. Now, five years later, five years later, 1992, Miramax picked up the rights to the film and finally released it in 1992 with very little promotion, under 200 screens, 
The film made just under a million dollars total and then was dumped on VHS in 1993. Since then, the film has become all but forgotten. If you own a VCR, there are a few copies on eBay. They go for around $15. It was only released on DVD in Poland, of all places, for some reason, and that one remains pretty rare. Right now, there's one copy on eBay that runs about $55. And even more rare, the film was released in Japan on Laserdisc. And if you want that Laserdisc, that's going to run you between $75 and $100. Now, like I said before, if you want to watch Rampage, let me know. I can send you that Google Drive link. For a film that's so hard to find, I don't feel bad sharing it out. The version that I have is the European cut. So the European cut features a slightly different ending than the version that Friedkin recut in 1992 for a short theatrical run. The European cut ends more true to life, whereas the the recut version has an alternate ending that ends in a much different way. Now, in the Google Drive link, I have also included the original script. I found the script by Friedkin, and there were some major differences. There's a subplot in there about Michael Bean's character, Fraser, getting uh, like a judge job, getting promoted. There's uh, a lot of stuff in the beginning of the film that we don't see that I assume actually made it into the United States cut because Roger Ebert mentioned some of that stuff in his review, but I didn't see any of that stuff in the version that I watched. So... I'm guessing that it was put back in. But there's stuff about Reese going and buying a gun. And in the version that I watched, the version that I have, he just, it starts with him walking up to a house. So if you're interested in seeing Rampage from 1987, written and directed by William Friedkin and starring Michael Bean, hit me up on Twitter, send me an email at force5podcast at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to share that link with you. Anyway, that's Rampage from 1987. If you're one of those rare people that have seen it, let me know what you thought. And if you watch it after I send you the link, let me know what you thought.